Hi, Damien Marcus from 100 Not Out here. MP. Yes, Damo. We all know the importance of having a diary, but who wants a boring old day planner? Not me. Enter the journey of me. Ta-da! The incredible eight-month wellness journal designed especially for wellness peeps like you. Yes, Damo, this beautiful eight-month wellness guide is filled with questions, planners, exercises, reflective notes, and more. Endorsed by the Up For A Chat girls and loved the world over, the journey of me is a must-have if you're ready to live your best life for life. To purchase your very own journey of me and receive a free set of inspirational postcards, simply enter the code COUCH at www.wellandnew.com. That's www.w-e-l-l-i-n-e-u-x.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Inside the Champion's Mind featuring Dr. Lawrence Tam and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to Inside the Champion's Mind, a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in the pursuit of being world-class in anything you do. I'm Lawrence Tam, co-founder of The Wellness Couch, and as always, my champion mindset co-host, Marcus Pierce. Lawrence Tam, great to hear your voice. This is the first time we have recorded since our fourth ever and third annual Melbourne Wellness Summit. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? We had a, an amazing, amazing event. Um, very proud of it. A very, uh, you've done an amazing job, Marcus, to put something like that together. Um, oh, shucks. Stop know, it. Seriously, it was just, it, honestly, it was just an amazing event. I, I think um, of all the summits we've done, this is our fourth summit uh, that we've done. It was by far the best summit, um, you know, you know, in so many levels, not just, I mean, I can talk forever about this, but let's give it some highlights. For me, um, the the people in the audience were amazing. Like we had 700 people, I think just shy, 695, I think it was, uh, total up uh, in this one venue. The venue was fantastic. The feedback um, on the venue was incredible. And the, well, let's talk about feedback. The feedback from the, from the, from the attendees were amazing. Um, and, you know, I was... You know, always a great successful event uh, is measured by the amount of people that are there and also that stay there. You know, at the end, it was pretty still a full house. You know, people stayed yeah. right to the end. It's two days, right? People committing two days. People flying from Perth and, and New Zealand. We had one person I know who flew from the U.K., uh, <laughs> right on the Sunday. I'll take credit for that. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, uh, it's, it's just amazing. I love it. Um, that, uh, this was, was one of those credit. The speakers were sensational. Uh, like, you know, they, they were just incredible information, the content. Um, yeah, I was just, I was just, and it was professional. Everything was done professionally and everyone had a great time. Speakers involved as well. We had a great time organizers volunteers everybody and it was just an amazing event so uh yeah we were pretty proud of what we been able to be able to create and i think i think for me when you when you talk about all of that there is no greater way to measure the success of an event than what the attendees have to say and like you said the feedback on this event was better than any other uh, event that we've put on so that's why i think it's easy for us to say it was definitely the best summit ever because the people that paid their money spent their time got babysitters and flew from interstate and all the rest of it they had the most on the line and and they enjoyed it thoroughly but there was we took a big risk this year lt we took a few but the biggest one for me was that we had more speakers than ever before because we had every single podcast 
on the couch represented at the summit. So uh, we had, you know, really over 20 people up on stage over the course of those two days. So there was a risk that it was going to be information overload, too much information, too many different angles. But what I loved was that all of the speakers, even this is more by a beautiful divine intervention more than anything else, a divine coincidence, whatever you want to call it, was that the theme was very well received. um, And this was not even on our own conscious uh, creation, was that there was a big theme of just focus on one thing. Don't don't worry about 500 things on your to-do list when you go home. Just get really good at one thing, whether that's a void in your life that you need to master or whether it's something that you're so excited to really bring into your life. Just get really good at that. Well, let's give credit where credit is due. Uh, the Vitality Hackers uh, did a great job in uh, putting into every goodie bag a magnet um, with a clear, uh, I guess it was a clear blank uh, magnet that actually had said, what is your one thing? And I loved it. I honestly saw it and I went, oh, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you had magnet envy. Oh, I did. I did. Um, and um, so I, I, it was really cool. I think it was a great idea because I remember I was packing. Yes, we were packing. Marcus and I, yeah. along with all the great volunteers, were packing the uh, 700 well, bags. There. We had a nice old dinner together. The four of us are very romantic on yep. the Friday night. And just as we were walking back to the hotel to get a good night's sleep we got a call from our beautiful uh volunteers jamie and kath and the rest saying look 600 we're a little bit way off here <laughs> just 400 short <laughs> so we walked through the rain didn't we i'll tell you Bretto and myself because damo needed to put the finishing touches on his presentation and off we went in the rain over there to the convention center to finish off but we nailed it in about 45 minutes or an hour yeah, it was fantastic. It was great to, to see everybody, you know, put, pull together and, and, and work. And, and, you know, talking about the summit, uh, post-summit, and, we, you know, the feedback. And this is this is a great lesson for everybody here is that, you know, we do listen to the feedback. We read every single one of them. Um, you know, the, the hundreds and hundreds. After dinner or after the summit. We yeah, went, went before even I flew out, uh, <laughs> I, we were sitting around drinking water uh, and uh, – Really, we're, you know, post-summer, we're still reading feedbacks right away. We wanted to know exactly how it went, how people felt, and we improved on it. And so if you've been to a previous summit, man, uh, you need, you didn't see anything. And, and uh, like, it was just so much better just because we're constantly improving. And next year, my God, I can't even wait. Um to see I what we let the rub it out of the hat, <laughs> um, but anyway. So go, going back to um, uh, the one thing, I think that's a, a really prevalent, uh, prevalent, prevalent. prevalent um, Were you trying to mix relevant and yeah, prevalent and relevant? Uh, I think it's a really uh, concept right now that's going. Uh, that's been you know sitting yes. in my mind for for a few months now. Uh, ever since I read the book, the one thing, which is really interesting. Uh, the, the book is called the one thing called uh, with Gary Keller and uh, Jay Papasan, and. Yeah. Um, it's been sitting on my mind and I've been actually integrating the one thing um, in my life as much as possible and also teaching my clients to kind of narrow down. And I think the reason why it resonates with so many people, it's a New York Times bestseller, um, simply because we are absolutely overwhelmed with information. You know, like, I mean, just on the wellness couch alone, all right, on the wellness couch alone. And this is our creation, of course. We've created at least, I think there's 17 now from counting, um, 17 shows, right? There's been over 1,000 podcasts published. Over 1,000 podcasts, 17 different shows on various topics, on various speakers. Even just our the ones couch alone, it's hard to consume. And you will probably never be able to consume all that, all those podcasts. And so 
who do you listen to? What do you listen to? And what should I do? And and that's where I think a lot of people get stuck. And you just imagine on top of that is Google, and top of that is Facebook, and top of that is their friends and their families and their parents and their friend, uh, you know, the kids, the pressures from school and the pressures from the news and the media, and then you know, saying one thing is bad and the next thing is bad. You know, all they get so confused. And what that does is it leads to inaction. You know, in our last podcast we talked about decision making, and where. I think it's important to learn how to make decisions moving forward. And this is one thing that will stop them from making decisions simply because we're overwhelmed. So people want to know, and I do as well, because you mentioned this at the summit. Can you give a definition of what the one thing is? It kind of sounds very simplistic, well, it's one thing. But can you give a definition of what the one thing is? Yeah. Okay. So this book, like literally... Like this, you can read the whole book if you want. It's a great book. I highly recommend it. But it really comes so down they, to they wrote a whole book on one thing. They wrote, they wrote a whole book <laughs> on one thing, and really, it's one question, and that's it. Right? So you know, how this many one, pages is the book? Uh, the the page uh, it's about 200, 220 pages or something. How did they? Wow. It's, it's a great book, by the way. It's, it is a great book. I highly recommend it. Um, however. Uh, it's a really good book. I told Damien to read it because it, it talks about uh, the inefficiency of multitasking and uh, he needs to learn it. I told him yeah. that. You're good at multitasking. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so basically what comes down to this, the one thing is but the concentration of basically focusing on, on one thing at a time and, and you can't multitask. The concept is that you can't multitask. We, we, every time you multitask, you're, you're taking your brain energy doing, to do something else. And it's just, it's just not efficient way to function. And what we do is that we think, oh, you know, yeah, but I, I can do two things at the same time. No, you can't. Like you, 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 what, you know, you may be able to like for sure, but you're not going to do it very well. That's the problem. We're not going to be very efficient. I love the first quote in this book. It says, be like a post, post, post-it stamp, stick to one thing until you get there. <laughs> Wow, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so the one question it comes down to, and this is the the most brilliant part of the book, this one question, which is, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? I'll read that again. What's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else will be easier or unnecessary? Wow. It's great, isn't it? Yep. And, and that's the thing. If you focus on that one question every single moment, any given moment of time to really think about, you know, what, what, what do I need to think about? Well, just think about the one thing that I could do right now. It may not be the most important thing, but it's the one thing that will make everything else easier in your life or unnecessary. Mm, you got me thinking. Sorry, I'm having a few moments here live on the air. <laughs> He's thinking, what's the one thing he needs to say right now? No, no, I was not thinking that at all. I was, I, I was, I was being selfish. I was thinking about my life. Because um, then you just said there's something. Then you just said it doesn't have to be the most important thing. See, I'm playing in my head. I'm always about the most important thing. But then there's other areas of my life which could really improve. But I justify them not improving by saying to myself, well, that's not as important as something else. Yeah, for example... Um, a lot of us, you know, I'm, everything is important. It's all by scale, right? It's all relative. But the thing is that we don't think about, but what makes it important is actually focusing on the one thing on that list that actually makes everything else easier. So oftentimes, like for, you know, you, me, we start the day by exercising. Yep. Right. Uh, yep. So that one thing at, you know, five o'clock in the morning, the most important thing is to get our body moving. Because we, you know, we feel like in our mind, but we feel when we're exercising gets our mind ready 
uh, and our state, our body is ready to have a, a great, you know, great day. Everything in the day is better. Right. You know, recently I thought, you know, there's, we all think about projects. We all go like, oh man, well, what's this, all the things in the to-do list, all the things that, that has to happen, um, you know, tomorrow that. And where I, 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 one thing I was actually avoiding for a long time was actually structuring my week. So I structure my week now like that I know exactly what I'm doing pretty much every hour of the week in a sense, like, you know, in terms of categories. Yeah. So, you know, I broke down the Monday. It's, you know, it's, it's, it, it's a particular category. It's I all about this. Me. This is good. This is good. You share this with people because I've heard you tell a few people. Yeah. So yeah. here, give me a second. <laughs> One of the things that I talk about uh, in this is that I broke it down. So here's, here's what I did. I broke it down to five days. Okay. So Monday is, I call it Momentum Monday. All right. Tuesday is what I call Talk Tuesday. I'll explain what these are later. W is wealth. Uh, so Wednesday is Wealth Wednesday. Thursday is Task Thursday, and then I have Freedom Fridays or Flex oh, Fridays. So those are my five days of the week, and weekends are obviously with family. So Mondays is, for me, uh, it's all about building, building momentum for the rest of the week. Okay, so now, now that I divided themes, so what I did was create themes per, my, per each day. Okay, so every day is a theme. Right, if you know, so momentum is about. I'll tell you what they are. Momentum is about building momentum in my business and also building momentum for the week. Talk Tuesday is that basically is the day that I do all my video recordings, like I do my blog videos, and then those are the days where I actually talk to my clients or prospects, um, or strategy sessions or whatever it is. W for Wednesday is basically a Wealth Wednesday, and Wealth Wednesdays I need to. Uh, those are the days where I actually create things that actually will uh, create. Uh, Wealth for me, like money into the business. So it might be creating content for the business. It might be talking to clients or prospects, you know, getting and attracting clients. And um, it could be, um, you know, doing certain anything that is going to bring in money to the uh, to the business. Okay. Task Thursday is basically all the things I need to get done, like all the tasks that, you know, that you often forget to do or need to do, but you need time for, um, like building a webinar or, you know, whatever it is. And then Flex Friday or Freedom Friday is basically a day where I just kind of give myself the day off if I need it, if I don't need need to work, uh, but also gives me the flexibility if I do need on a busy week, if I'm going away for the weekend, I need to kind of do something, then I'll try to add that in there. If I'm going away for the weekend, usually I'll probably take Friday off because I want to spend time with my family. So those are sort of, those are the five days. And then what I do then within each those hours, I actually break it down to minor things. So, you know, I'm not going to spend a whole podcast just, you know, breaking everything out, but there'll be like, for example, on Tuesday, because it's Talk Tuesday, I'd have an hour where I just do video blogging. So yeah. that's the one I commit myself that I'm going to create uh, uh, videos. Um, so what I've decided to do as well at the beginning of the day for for the first half an hour, I get to look at um, what I call Scrum. Um, basically, it's like all the things I need to do for the week or for the next two weeks and what I need to do today or what am I focusing on this week. The, all the things I just look at that and go visually know in my head what are all the things that I might do so I can move things around if I need to. So it just sets my day over the week. And then I have. Do, that, do you do that on Monday or Tuesday? I do that every day. Every day, yeah. So you look at your next fortnight every day, and the, at the beginning of the day. Yeah. So I have all my list of to dos right in front of me, so yeah. that I can actually move them. I actually have it on stickies, so that I, I can move them around. Really? Yeah. The, the hard hard copy stickies. Like um yeah. You are that visual. Not not stickies on your computer. No, it's like stickies on on my window. On your wall. Yeah. It's actually on my it's on my sliding door. And is it attached to a calendar? 
No, it's just to do list on. Um, I'll explain this. Uh, it's it's called Scrum. It's what it's it's an it's a thing I'm actually trialing out right now. Um, yeah. It's something that uh, a lot of software companies have, has been use, utilizing for the last 20, 30 years to to get their product shipped. Um, and it's it's a great it's it's a book a reasoning book that I read. Um, and uh, it, it's just a it's a it's a great way to get projects finished. I have to ask you a question because this is burning inside of me. When are you reading LT? Because we've done podcasts on this about how you were really struggled to read. And in the last hour, you've already mentioned three books that you've read. When, what day? Momentum Monday, Talk Tuesday, hey. Wealth Wednesday, Task Thursday? I have to fully admit that I have read more books this year than probably in my entire life. Um, I've, I've, I've probably read at least, I can't even count. I'm going to count at the end of the year, but I'm pretty sure I read at least 12 to 13 books so far, at least. Um, we're only nine months in. Um, so I do two, I do read two different books. Um, I have an audiobook that's ongoing. Yep. Um, so I just recently read uh, Michael Jordan's uh, biography, as I mentioned in the last podcast. That took pff, like 25 hours or something like that. Just an audiobook time. And that's twice the speed. That's who going read, to it. Who read it? Uh, I don't know. I don't Not know the author. Jordan. No, no, no. It was the author. Yeah. It wasn't an autobiography. It was a biography of him. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a, it's a thick book. If anybody ever seen it, um, so I, I, I've been buying a lot of uh, um audiobooks uh recently so that I can listen to that, and I usually listen to that in two times speed, and then I read a book at nighttime just before I go to bed. Um, so, yeah. So Karen and I decided that uh, um we rather than just sort of like you know watch tv or whatever just before we go to bed we decided to just come to bed early and just read a book for you know 15 minutes or half an hour so i try to read as much but i don't see because i buy all books i don't read very fast um so but i've been reading some great books um you know on resiliency and just books that i bought that i've never read uh, just yeah. sort of reading that so i'm sort of usually have two books on the go um one listening and one one reading. listening one reading yeah yeah and plus yeah. all the podcasts so i do a lot of reading like when i'm driving um yeah. not that i drive a lot um but you know the six minute that i go to the, to, CrossFit to the, in, the morning. in the morning and six <laughs> minutes back that's 12 minutes uh, hey, but still that's a great use of time isn't it you multiply that that's an hour a week that a lot of people go i don't have time to read yeah uh walking the dog i walk the dog every day so that's uh you know that's you know half an hour 45 minutes there and um yeah anyways so that that that's the one thing that i do uh, that i i can do during the times that i'm not so washing dishes for example if the kids are not around the family i don't have anybody to talk to then they're kind of downstairs preparing doing whatever getting ready for bed then then i'll be listening to the podcast yeah um so anytime i anytime i get a spare you know on a plane <laughs> it's a great way to, <laughs> to listen to podcasts uh catch up um when i'm traveling i actually do a lot of listening so when i was in london like you know i spoke at nighttime but in during the day i was you know um i was uh tra- when i'm traveling especially during the day when i'm sightseeing um, yeah. whether I've been on subway or train or I'm, I'm listening to podcast or I'm listening to, uh, to reading a book. I actually got through a lot of books because of that. Cause you know, as you're sightseeing, you're, you know, you're sightseeing, but at the same time, you know, there's a lot of traveling time. Yeah, so time. Yeah. I'm just listening to, to things as I, as I travel. So that's one of the key things that I do. All right. So let's get back to this one thing, right? Yeah. How do you implement the one thing in your life? We spoke about for you and I, when we start our day, it's exercise, but in terms of all of the other bits, um, you've taught, you've spoken about Scrum and all the rest of it, but I suppose not so much how do you do it for people that are listening because you've spoken about how you like to do some of these things. What do you recommend people that this might be a new concept or they've heard it a number of times? You know, okay, I'm going to do it. What recommendations do you make that people that people can implement to start doing the more the one thing? I was going to say the more important things in their life, but but the one thing. What do you recommend? Well, I think you know in any 
all of us are like, I think in the last, I think it was the last podcast when we talked about branding, right? We talked about, you know, a yeah. personal profile and I'm really big on that right now because I really believe that that's the next iteration of how we're going to evolve as a society. We're not going to be de- determined by our profession or our occupation. We can be determined by who we are and how we brand ourselves and our, how other people see us. And so I think, you know, the reason why, you know, I think the most important thing, the one thing that you, we all need to do is need to learn how to um, lead ourselves. And I've talked about this, you know, for a few years now. I think, in, in, you know, if you want to have the opportunity or even the possibility to to make an influence or impact on someone else's life, you need to kind of impact yourself first. Like if you can't lead yourself, if you can't do the things that you you say you're going to do, then it's going to be very difficult for you to go and help anybody else because yeah. you're going to be uh, disingenuous. It's not going to be congruent to who you are because you haven't done it. It's like, you know, I can't tell people uh, not to eat gluten because I eat gluten. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I'm not a pay, full paleo guy, right? I can't, people say, t- 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 you know, go, you need to have a vegetarian diet. When I eat, I don't Me. eat a vegetarian diet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think the first protocol, like the first ring of, you know, in any business, I always, you know, teach, you know, teach people about this is it's about learning how to lead your personal life first. Okay. Um, because that's, if you can be productive, and increase your productivity, which is the outcome of that, then you have an opportunity to focus on, you know, and you know, chiropractors, I talk about practice, like, which is their business side of things. Because otherwise, you know, you, you, you're working, and if you don't get productive in yourself, then you can't get productive in your practice. And if yeah. you can't get pr- productive in your practice, you can't build a profile you know, and get and make a massive impact on people's lives. You know, people on, you know, you know, we don't want to be on stage telling people to do something if you haven't done. It. I hate that. I don't like doing yeah. that. I don't like talking about things on the podcast um, that I haven't done. And that's why I'm kind of hesitant on some of these things, because I'm still on a trial basis. And am I perfect at that? I'm fully aware. And I want to let people know that anytime I talk about anything, I'm not 100% on any of these, right? Did we speak about this recently on a podcast or at the summit where you were saying, oh, no, we're talking, I'm sure we spoke about it on one of our recent podcasts. Probably. Where you were saying that, was it distraction or? Oh, yeah. Like, it's always, right? I love, that's what I love Inside Champions Mind because it's, it's just a, it's letting, like, the reason why we come up with this stuff is because we're working through these issues right now. Yeah, <laughs> This absolutely. is top of mind. This is exactly what we're going through and this is therapy session. But, you know, it's so important for, to, for you to know as listeners that that, we're not telling you things that is working 100% of the time. We're telling you things that's working for us right now. And we yeah. might change next week, right? Just, be, just to be clear. <laughs> um, but you asked the question is basically, how do I do the one thing? I think it's about asking that one question. You know, the, what, what's the most important thing at that moment in time? So, for example, when I first wake up in the morning, and I've just actually been doing this uh, recently. So I'll give you all the little tips, right? I really should do a seminar on this. So <laughs> one, of, one of the things that I've been doing, and I, I got this idea, I think, from a book called the champion's mind of all books yeah i picked this book up long time ago because i thought was like this is this is so crazy we do a you know podcast going inside champion's mind the guy wrote a book called champion's mind and he's also talking about like how to you know perform as an athlete and one of the key things and i've kind of adopted to my life is adopted to you know the way i want it is to ask the one question when you wake up in the morning first question you need to ask when you wake up in the morning is how can i be a champion today yeah or how can i be a warrior today i think that's brilliant because then you just ask, like, how, what three, and almost like brings up, go, what characters can I bring up in myself to become a warrior or a champion today? I love that. And then at the end of the day, at the end, at nighttime, before you go to bed, the one thing that I would do is going, how was I a champion today? Yeah. 
And that's becoming that great, you know, being grateful and appreciative of your life. And I think that's a brilliant way. So when, when I use that as an example is that your life is ticking along moment by moment, right? So what's the one thing that you could do right now that is going to be, that's going to be impactful in your life that's going to take, you know, that's going to remove everything else? Well, right now, I can't do anything else but talk to you, Marcus. Mm. that's the one thing I need to do. And there's so a whole bunch you, of other things right now, but I know this is impactful because I know it, it's one of the little things that builds my brand. So you look at this on a, on a small uh, short-term basis and on a long-term basis or like so many different time frames. So you talk about what's the one, the one thing for the day. So for you and I right now, it's, uh, for, if we look at our day, well, it's the first thing uh, is exercise. Um, but then if you're sitting here right now, what is the one thing right now? Um, what's the question again? What is okay. the one thing so that one I can thing, do right now? What's the one thing you can do right now that will, that will make, everything, make everything else easier or um, unnecessary? So, so just being present on this podcast. Right. And when you said this question earlier, I was having a sip of coconut water and listening to you talk. And I was like, he's saying we can't multitask, but we can. But I'm like, no, hold on a minute because I'm not listening to you as clearly uh, as if I'm just sitting here listening without any distraction, like even drinking a glass of water. So yeah. it's not that we have an inability, but what you're saying is you can ask this question throughout the day. Like as soon as this podcast is over, I can I can log off and go, what's my one thing right now? And then in an hour from that, I can go, what's my one thing right now? And That's so right. you're you're asking yourself regularly throughout the day, not just... Not just um, one at one moment in time, like one time and that's it. So anybody listening to this while you're driving, like, you know, I know this because I listen to podcasts all the time when I'm driving. And if you're listening to me two times speed, which is probably very impossible to do, um, <laughs> if you're doing this, right, you can't, you, you can't be fully engaged in us because you've got to concentrate on the road. And please do concentrate on the road, right? Yes. You know, I, there's so many times when I listen to podcasts, I have to rewind because I couldn't get the full grasp of it because I'm driving and I'm focusing on other things. You know what I mean? There's that unconscious power that we have, we have to focus. So here's the technique. Here's a couple of techniques I'm going to give to you. One is that I start my day, right? I told you I could do a visual, a visual of my, my scrum process. I, I visually kind of see what I need to do. That's the one thing I can know. That's the best thing I can do right there because I'm there at that point is asking what's the one thing I can do today by doing so it makes everything else unnecessary or easier. Mm. Cause then I'm preparing my day so that, you know what? Because you know what I hate about at the end of the day is feeling I didn't accomplish anything. Yep. Right. That's the worst feeling in the world. I don't want to have too many of those days. Okay. So therefore, I look at that and go, "What's the one thing I could do?" And then literally just go through it. And so that therefore, if I just accomplish that one thing or two or three things at the end of that day, then I actually will be feel satisfied, even if I got it done by ten o'clock. Does, yeah. it, does it make sense? Because everything's so, a bonus from then on. Everything's a bonus, right? So then, therefore, I look at that uh, the, my my visual board, and I literally see that and go, "What's the one thing that I can do right now or today that's going to make everything else in my life entirely easier or unnecessary?" And that's that's one point. Now, another trick that I've learned, and I'm trying to remember. I want to give credit where credit's due, and I can't remember the name. Uh, it was through an interview on a podcast. Um, I might even read the book. Actually, it, I did read the book. Oh, or listen to the book. I'll I'll, I'll get to it. Hopefully, I'll, I'll get to it. Um, um, Put some keywords in, and I'll I'll type it, and I'll find you the answer. Yeah. I don't even know what the keyword was. It was something up to do with like don't dive, don't, don't dive, dive within the life within you, you, or something like that. Is your music I'll, inside you? Something to that effect, but it's it's a very short title. Anyway, yeah. the, the whole oh, that was the name of the book. The name of the book, but it was really yeah. cool because the concept was. He used the concept of two hours, but I think you can do it with an hour or two hours. So you set a timer. Right? right? Every hour, every two hours. Yeah. And what the timer does is that 
it rings every two hours and it goes, and every time it rings, you kind of stop the time and go, are you doing something that's actually productive right now? Yeah, nice. And, and every if, two hours? Yeah, every two hours. Because then, really, if you do this correctly, then if you're not, you actually would never be off track for more than two hours. Right? right, because we all get caught up on Facebook. We all get caught up on things that we really shouldn't be doing. But this little technique, you know, you can do it every hour to keep the short to make sure that you're on task every hour. Like, yes. so you know, you might drift off on Facebook. You know, how many times have you asked, have you ever been on Facebook? And then you, next thing you know, it's like two hours later. You're like, oh my god, what did I even come here for? And you didn't even do that one thing that you went there for. Yep. We do that often. So where this timer sets up is like, well, listen, you didn't lose the whole day. You just lost so, an hour. Yeah. So what you're saying is kind of set the game up so that you can always come back to that awareness of go, hold on one thing. That's right. So that, like you say, you, you might slip up. That's human nature, right? Yeah. I slip up all the time just to, <laughs> just to, just to, just to put it out there, right? <laughs> Have just you got like one of those little electric, like you electrocute yourself every time you like slip up? It's like, ouch, I probably, ouch, I'll, ouch. I'll, be, uh, I'll be dead by now. <laughs> by, the, by the way, the book was called Die Empty. Die empty. Die empty. Yeah. Not bad. I like the similar to the line someone asked, um, forget who it was, but someone asked a person once, when do you go to bed? And he goes, I kind of go from I can all the way through until I can't, and then I go to bed. Mm. It's a bit like what you're saying there. Die empty. Just, yeah. yeah. yeah nice. Use it all. All right. So, so you've spoken about how you deal with the distractions um, of the many stimulus going on um, throughout the day. Do you think there's different strokes for different folks? Do you think that there's um, anything that people can can recognize in terms of what they like? Kind of like we said on the last podcast, some people some people need. Um, we spoke about murder options or going slow and steady. Some people need a reminder every hour. Some people need a reminder every thirty minutes. Some people every two hours. Like, do you think it's just a matter of finding out whatever works for you in order to? Do your one thing day in, day out, hour in, hour out. Yeah, no, yeah. I, th- I think so too. I think, yes, everybody is going to think differently. Everybody's going to uh, function in different ways. And and a lot of people might, might listen to me. And I, I guess I get this perception of me um, that, you know, I'm very organized. I'm very productive. And I think we talked about this before. But I am so far from, from that. Like, I reason why I am this way or anal this way to, to an extent, and I struggle with it, is because I am so bad at it. Does that make we sense? Had to smash the illusion. Yeah. Like, I'm, I want to be honest with you because if because I'm so bad, like, Karen, my wife, is the, is the organizer. Like, she is very structured and organized and has everything ready to go where I am terribly organized. If you let me dream man, I would get nothing done. But mm. that's the problem is because I recognize that's my weakness. So therefore, I needed to put structure in my life that works for me. And that's what, you know, to make me do what I do. And so often people think I'm really busy or, you know, I'm very structured. It's only because I need I need that. Without it, I struggle. And so that's why it's so important for us to kind of think about that. Um, so re- recognize that where your weaknesses are, because you, you already don't think about your so your strengths are always you want to improve on your strengths. That's what you want to play to your strengths. That's the key thing, right? Your key thing is play on your strengths. But you do that naturally, so you want to mitigate your weaknesses. And I'm not saying improve your weaknesses because that's not that's not waste our time improving our weaknesses. Absolutely, right? Improve your strengths, but what you want to do is mitigate your weaknesses by finding ways to hack around that. 
Mm. Right? And for me, we've been talking about, I mean, we've been doing this for so many episodes. I don't even know what episode we are on, the 70 something. 79 right? on this one. If you listen to, like, you know, when I first started or, you know, episode 12, the ideas I probably gave up there on, on productivity is probably different than now because I'm constantly, you know, finding better ways of doing things because the first way didn't work. And who knows if this will work for me? But I'm saying that it may work for some of you. And I think it's really important. But the one thing concept, though, I really do think will help a majority of you um, get, you know, uh, get focused on on your life and uh, and stop putting so much pressure on on yourself, on everything, rather than putting pressure on 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 everything you do in life. You just focus on the one thing that's at hand. And I think you become more productive that way. And that's what I mean by, you know, if you really want to be better 10 years from now or five years from now and become a champion, I think it's about living your day to day and becoming better now. Like what we talked about in Jared Haynes, it's making small decisions through your lifetime that will make you a champion at the end. Yeah. Nice. Oh, LT, we could talk about this. We could make this a double or triple episode. There's so much to talk about. But I think what you say is true. Let's revisit this in, you know, six to 12 podcast time. Um, because like you say, this can, this is a moving beast. And as long as we can recognize that it's okay to shift and move and meander, but to also to uh, excel at something as well, um, then as long as we're always doing, like you said, the one thing, and you really got me here, it doesn't always have to be the most important thing, but the one thing that makes everything either easier or other things unnecessary, you've really struck a chord, as I'm sure you have with everyone else. Well, thanks for that. And uh, like, you know, if you love this stuff, if you really love hearing what we've been talking about inside Champion Mind, don't keep us a secret. Tell people about it. I mean, tell your friends, tell your families and go, hey, listen to this and tell me what you think because there's no better way to um, include others so that you can talk and discuss it. That's the way, you know, Marcus and I discuss this stuff and trust me, I learned so much just by talking to you guys about it today. Like I learned yeah. so much about me and and also about how I'm doing things and how I need to improve just by talking about it. And so when you engage your friends to talk about an issue and how you guys can work together, you have, first of all, accountability, but you also get to have clarity of thought and clarity of the ideas. And when, by teaching others, you actually had that opportunity to learn and uh, you know really ingrain the concepts and theories about this. And I think that's what's important. So that's what we want to love to do for you to share this. And you know what? Make sure you share it with us. Go to our Facebook page, Facebook facebook.com slash inside champions mind like us there but more importantly i'd love to hear your feedback on inside champions mind tell us what you want what more do you want to hear from us how do you want us to help you what challenges are you going through so that we can maybe do a future podcast on you and what you're about go to call we don't ask i know we never ask we just kind of do they that's a great call what do you want us to talk about we're always talking about our stuff That's right. That's right. So let's talk about your stuff. Yeah, good work. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. To, I'm happy to be, the, you know, uh, uh, looking at ideas and how to overcome things. Because I, you know, one of the things uh, things I recognize in myself is that I'm a great pro. I'm a better problem solver for other people than I am for myself. So yeah. um, I love to to help solve your problems if you have them. So send us a message. Talk to us. I'd love to be able to help out. And so maybe we'll make a future podcast episode on you guys. Go to wellnesscouch.com. Uh, tell us what you think there, and uh, share share the love and. Uh, Check out the other uh, 16 other podcasts that's, that's on the show, but uh, stick with us first. Uh, subscribe to us on <laughs> iTunes. Comment below. Uh, you know, Leave a comment there and uh, give us a high, great rating if you can. Uh, this has been Inside Champions Mind. It's been fun. It's a show dedicated to helping you overcome mediocrity in pursuit of being world-class in anything you do. I'm Lawrence Tam. He's Marcus Pierce. See you on the next episode. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.